0: All right, I'll well, say good morning. We are continuing, in Mirza Hashem, in Os Base. and we are picking up today, we are picking up today um, on page Kufnun Gimel. So if you remember again, yesterday we spoke about the Maila of Moshe Rabbeinu, the unique quality and characteristic of Moshe Rabbeinu is being a Tamed Chacham, and we described that the of being a Tamed Chacham is number one, some... <coughs> who knows themselves, a self-awareness, someone who knows Torah, someone who, as a result, constantly knows the Ribbon shalom and someone who is perpetually involved in avodas HaShem, to the exclusion of any distraction. Of course, when we speak about in such absolutes, so only Moshe Rabbeinu is capable of, of achieving such an absolute level, but we're more focusing on the qualities of the Talmud Chachim, self-awareness, commitment to Talmud Torah, trying to understand Akkadish Baruch, Hu, and ultimately steeped in Avoda Sashem. And again, just like we saw before, we thought this would follow the similar pattern, namely that Moshe Avinu cultivated this Midah, but then ultimately again passed this Midah down to his children. And then afterwards it becomes the Midah accessible to all of Klal Yisrael. So here Reb Tzavik said this Midah is a little bit different. Why? Because effectively Torah lovnitna b'Yerusha. There is no such thing as being Moorish, as conveying to one's children the status of Tchacham. There are certain traits and there are certain dispositions and there are certain Milas, that can become part of my genetic or my spiritual DNA, that I can then pass down to my children, and by extension to Am Yisrael. But then there are other midos, there are other milos, where the only way to acquire them is for a person to personally work hard on them. So Rab posits that the mila of Tamidi Chachamim is something that, even though Moshe Rabbeinu had it, and even though Moshe Rabbeinu was part of our mishpacha, At the end of the day, if you want that mailah, you must work independently in order to achieve it. It's not in your DNA. It's not automatically there. There's no default setting that any of us could activate. If we want this Maila of Talmud Chacham, ultimately we must go ahead and actively pursue it. Now, the beautiful news is that it is accessible to anyone and everyone. That's the beautiful part, right? That anyone who wants to achieve this particular level, anyone who wants to go ahead and grow in this particular way has the ability to do so, but l'maysa, it is a choice that I have to make. I always say an incredible, incredible yisod. And if you think about it, it, it's a profound idea in life in general. There are certain things which can be conveyed to you, right? The color of your eyes, the color of your hair, if you're tall, if you're short, right? Even certain aspects of your intellect can be conveyed. And it, it appears that even on a spiritual level, there are certain things which can be conveyed, right? Certain things that ultimately, again, I can inherit. But then there's a whole host of... Well, but then when it comes to... Which is really the core of my spiritual identity. Self-awareness, constantly learning, trying to understand that Baruch Hu, steeped in avodah HaShem, that is a uh, that is an active decision that I must make. So, Rabzalik picks up on page Kuf and Gimel, and he writes, On them, Moshe Rabbeinu who adam yisrael la osikba Moshe Rabbeinu." say well "If a person chooses to go ahead and activate this identity, then Moshe Rabbeinu is the one who they derive this midah from." For lochim Moshe Rabbeinu b'lashon chazal av batora, Av b'chachma, av benevius. So we'll say this is interesting. Meaning, even though we do not call Moshe Moshe avinu like Avram avinu, right? And there's a reason for that, right? We'll say going back a little bit, it's because the avos, the avos, like a father, like a father gives over his genetic material to his child, to, to his child. So the avos. Gave us over certain sparks of their, of their spiritual genetic material. Moshe Rabenu is called an Av. Interestingly enough, he's also called an Av. The Gemara called the Imam Sexton Gil calls him an Av Batoran, Av Bachachma, Av Benevius. Kitar Av, Shaykh Lomar Av Lagabe Ila, She'in Haim Banav betol Gashmis. Then I say it was interesting to note that it is as follows, Moshe Abenu is not my father. He's not my father. Moshe Abenu is from Shevet Levi and am not from Shevet Levi. So Avram, Yitzchak, and Yaakov, again, you obviously to call them avos makes a lot of sense, but to call Moshe Rabbeinu an av. Why would you call them an av after Rosh Savik Says you see from here that you could call someone a father even if they are not your father in the biological sense. <speaking in Hebrew> Vain cornimos, el la arba, sarif garacha Remember again, we know, take a step back for just a moment, we know, we call three people avos, Yitzchak, and Yaakov. four people imos, sarah rivka rachal velea, um ki'atam kia tam sheen likro lishvotim, avos, enumishum shaloya dua the mi swam ezeshevetuba, shim came gam the rachal lea, enlikro imos, shahari loya dua the adam imi I'm just reading more of that. Hare Shetar Av Vaim Hugam lemi sheino Ben Bitol the So we'll say this is very interesting. Where Absadik is pointing out of here is as follows. Is obviously we see that we ascribe the title Av or Aim even to people with whom we don't necessarily share a biological connection. There's actually an interesting distinction here between the Avos and the Imos. All of us are descended from Abraham, Yitzchak, and Yaakov. Right? That, that's not a Shaila. Interestingly enough, just like all of us are descended from Sarah, Rivka, the problem just is when we get to Rachel and Leah, it's at the end of the day. Some of us are from Rachel, some of us are from Leah. Yet, we still call Rachel and Leah the Emos. Right? I, but maybe one of the, well, one of them for sure is not my aim, right? One of them is, is not my mother. So what's the Pshat? So Pshat says, because you see from here that the Toar, the descriptive term Av and Aim, is is not just about the biological connection, but the descriptive name of Av and Aim is about people who convey to you the most profound yisodos for effective living. What makes a fat, let's say, you know, there's an interesting discussion in halacha in general about, let's say, the status of, or the nature of the relationship between children and adopted parents. And you have so much rabbinic literature written about the idea that on a certain level, this is gonna sound strange, but sometimes the least important part of the parent-child relationship is the biology. And the most important part is who is the person who put all of their koach into you to try to make you the best version of yourself. That's an av. That's an aim. Okay, under normal circumstances, there's a biological connection also. But even in the event that for some reason there's no shared genetic material... That relationship of and aim is no different. At the end of the day, your father, your mother, are the people who went out of their way to raise you to again to make you the best version of yourself. So that's what Rabsavik is saying. How can I say that Rachel is my mother? Maybe, 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 maybe Leah is my mother. Here, is my mother. But Avamai, because embedded in me are the lessons. That both of these incredible women taught. So, therefore, again, Rapsadik is saying is as follows Why does the Gemara call Moshe Rabbeinu an Av? Av Batorah, Av Bechachma, Av Benevius. Because even though Moshe Rabbeinu is not my biological father, Again, I can say that with certainty, being that I'm not from Shevet Levi, at the end of the day, he is my spiritual father and that he taught me this in my law, specifically the Maila of Talmud Chacham, what it means to try to strive to be a Talmud Chacham. These four elements, self-awareness, constantly learning, Trying to understand that Baruch Hu, and trying to be steeped in perpetual avodas Hashem. therefore, look how he ends. av Therefore, even though again I may share no biology with Moshe Rabbeinu, no no, no genetics with Moshe Rabbeinu, at the end of that, call Moshe Rabbeinu an av. Rak in machnis also. Rak in matnus also Moshe, Moshe Avinu ka'avram yitzak That was saying I watch this. Okay, that's very interesting. But now we have a fundamental Shiloh, which is what? So why not call him Moshe Avinu? Right? Why not call him Moshe Avinu? In other words, you just say you could call an av, you could call someone an av, even if there is no biological connection. Right? Even if at the end of the day I'm not a descendant of that person. So why not call Moshe Moshe? Rabbi, do say, doesn't Moshe deserve that? That doesn't Moshe really deserve to be called an Av? And again, if my Av is anyone who teaches me the most profound lessons I need to be successful in life, doesn't Moshe Rabbeinu fit that bill? He says, "Listen to this." He says, "Rak in Avinu So again, to be clear, Moshe is called an Av in the Gemara. But why isn't he known as Moshe Avinu, just like Avram Yitzchak and Yaakov, He hu nikra Av? rak shall call Talmidei Chachamim because Moshe Rabbeinu is only the Av for the Talmidei Chachamim. Nevo what does this mean? So I think what Reb is trying to highlight is the following. Nevo so say, if you if you go back, if you go back and you begin to go through this list. So remember again, what did Reb say? We learn the Ma'ala of Yisrael, of inherent and innate Kiddushah, from Yaakov Avinu. We learn the concept of right, which we translated again as sexual purity, morality, even in the face of being bombarded with temptation, immorality, from Yosef. We learn the ability to be a Chosid, perpetually steeped in Avolda Hashem, from David. We learn the concept of Tohar, or tahar. ultimately again from Levi, Kadosh, from Aaron. So what's interesting about all of those Midos is, I possess them all. They're, they're, they're all inside of me. They're, they're all part of my spiritual genetic code. They're all there. The shaila is, do I choose to activate it or not? Right? But, but it's there. In other words, there is nothing I have to do to acquire the tzidkus of Yosef. The only thing I have to do is I have to choose to act on it. But it's it's there. The midah is there. The tara, the tara of Aaron is there. The Hasidus of David is there. I just have to choose to activate it. That's different than being a tam-tacham. And I will say the ability to be a tamtuchachem is not inherent. It's not inherent. That's a choice. That's a choice. I could do it. I could do it. I can make it happen. But it's not some latent, dormant koach that's sitting inside of me. It's an active avoda I have to engage in. So who are the avos? The avos are the ones who bestow upon us midos that are by definition internal. They're innate. I just have to make the choice ultimately to go and activate them. It's an incredible you sowed. But to be a tamtacham, as Reb Tzaddik defines, someone who is self-aware, someone who constantly wants to learn, when I say constantly, I mean 24-7, but has a burning desire to always want to learn the Rebam Shalom's Torah, someone who's trying to understand HaKadosh Baruch Hu, and someone ultimately, again, who is constantly, to the best of their ability, steeped in avodas HaShem, that's not That's not innate. That's not innate. You could want it, you could choose it, but you have to actively choose it. You have to actively pursue it. You have to actively make it happen. Therefore, Rabbi Sadiq posits, that's why Moshe Rabbeinu is not called an Av. He's, called, he's kind of called an Av, right? The Gemara calls him an Av because at the end of the day, he does bestow upon us this incredible legacy, but Lameis is not called an Av like the other Avos because the media that he represents is something that may not be innate. It's accessible to anyone who wants it but you had to actively run after it. So because of that, Moshe Avinu was deemed a bit differently than Ahab Mitzvah. So we'll stop over here for today. We'll spend uh, one more, one more share. finishing up this os. Shkoyach.